We are live, windailysports.com. I'm back. I don't know if anybody wanted me back, but here I am. John Jansen, at Jansen at 34. My co-host, Tony Jigsaw Cotillo. You can follow at TCatillo23. And, of course, what we do always here on a Wednesday, all sponsored by the Sharp app. And be sure also to subscribe, windailysports.com. Link in the description for the promo code double up and you can get one month of win daily sports and get another month free but it's quarterbacks and stacks today and tony i gotta ask you where we're going with this one hopefully hopefully there's no philadelphia eagles in this one i'm, I'm done with this we can't do this anymore i saw jalen hurts give for the podcast you guys did for sirius xm fantasy sports i can't do it no jalen hurts but uh I'll, we'll start with you what quarterbacks are we going with Oh, come on, man. Oh, Jay, Jalen Hurts at 28 points, John. Know, come on. <laughs> right in fantasy, he is still yes. a god. He's still a top 10 quarterback all the He's, time. I get listen, it. He I is number seven right now. And he's going to continue to be top incredible. seven. I'm telling you. there, it, It's crazy, but it is. But, you know, I have to ask you, because I know you were away in Dallas, and, and I brought this up with Sean on Tuesday, and I brought it up on a firebox on a weekend, and I talked about it yesterday on Sirius. What is going on with the disrespect of Derek Carr? I don't, don't get understand. it. I think that's got to go away. He's still, John, 5,900 this week. His value hasn't moved from last week. How many straight games of over 300 yards? 435, 382, 386. He, he, he's hitting about 64% of his passes, two touchdowns per game. What else do you want from this guy? And I, I'm telling you, I don't care if they're playing the Chargers. I know what the Chargers did against the Chiefs. doesn't matter. But I'm starting with Derek Carr this week. I, you know, for that value, and listen, if I can get my quarterback to give me 25 to 30 in DraftKings, Standard League, whatever league you want to call it, I'm all in because that's going to give me the ability to stack the hell out of my lineup with some really good studs from the receiver and running back position. Yeah, look, Derek Carr, I don't know why. Right, at that price point, 5900 he's obviously playing well above that. And at this point, like this season, this even dates back to the end of last year where he was putting up insane numbers as well. This is a thing, but everybody wanted him replaced in week one when he wasn't yeah. doing so well, maybe in the first quarter or so. And I'll put in Marcus Mariota. It looked ridiculous. It still looks ridiculous now. The guy has been great. It's just John Gruden and this team are not very good. I'll ask you for a stack, though. Who would you stack with Derek Carr? Like, what have you been seeing with that offense? Because Derek Carr is putting up a bunch of numbers, and, of course, Darren Waller is getting most of that. Is there anything else that you've seen, though, in terms of a stack? Like, if Brian Edwards has been consistent enough for you, Henry Ruggs enough of a deep play? Like, what what in terms of the stack outside of Darren Waller, of course, that would make the, the Raiders appealing? Because, look, that those 300, 400-some yards have to go somewhere. They do, and, he, and he's become this year's – Matt Ryan, because they're throwing a the ball an average of 45 attempts a game. Jeez. And, right? So it's going to continue. Jeez. It's going to continue. I love Hunter Renfro. I continue to knock down a Hunter Renfro racket. He was he was one of my guys in the preseason. He was one of my guys in week one and week two. John, this guy just consistently gets it done. He's the number two option on his team. It's not Ruggs. It's not Edwards. It's Hunter Renfro. He's consistently six plus targets each week. He just continually gets targets. He's averaging 13 yards per catch, and he has a touchdown. Here's a guy under five grand at the receiver position that's going to give you at least 13 to 15 to 18 fantasy points 
per week. I don't think you can beat that value. No, can't beat that value at all. And yeah, Ren Renfro's been solid, and he's one that kind of gets forgotten because he wasn't drafted with a lot of hype. And of nope. course, the fantasy community kind of latched on to Brian Edwards, and so it's hard to kind of get off of it. But Hunter Renfro, it, it does seem pretty clear that he's the second option. Now, it's not like the highest upside, but of course, yeah. where he's going to be valued, you're going to get a solid floor for the price that he's at every single time. And you're just hoping for the touchdown potentially in that one. So yeah, the Raiders have just become this really interesting kind of team to stack an interesting team to, to get Derek Carr because you don't normally think, okay, Derek Carr is going to put up 300, 400 yards a game. So he's been good. Let's go to another surprising one. And I don't. I, I haven't checked the matchup this week yet uh, because there are a couple of other games that I'm really looking for. But I just have to bring up like Sam Darnold. Like, is this yeah. is this a thing? Is this is this guy <sighs> continuing to be top ten? Is he going to stay top ten? Just where where do we rank Sam Darnold now? Because this is absolutely starting to become a thing. It is. I, I just I think we have to place a ceiling on Sam Darnold, right? I, I think you have to understand that here he's more of a I won't say boomer bust guy, but he he's like that Teddy Bridgewater kind of guy where you know what you're going to get. Listen, Teddy is going to give you 230 to 250 and possibly two touchdowns. Sam Darnold, I think, is in that same realm. Uh, th th he's not going to consistently give you 300 yards. I really don't think that's going to happen. I think he's more in that 270, 275 range, yep. but he's not always going to give you double-digit touchdowns. That's what you have to be careful of. You know, he could be a zero kind of guy or he could be a one kind of guy, right? So I, I like him in a matchup, you know, depending on where they're going. Now, this week against Dallas, I think it's very interesting because I think... I was about to say, is Dallas right? now a team that you don't need yeah. to pick pick on? They they actually no. looks like their secondary is getting better. It is. And well... Here's the thing: they're getting pressure, and one of the one of the reasons is yeah. the the evolution of Micah Parsons at the defensive end position. I mean, they found it. It took a while, and it's and oh. it's a good thing because Arizona took a long Ooh. time to get Isaiah Simmons into a spot that they liked. And Isaiah Simmons, if anyone hasn't realized it yet, everybody clowning on him halfway through yeah. his rookie year. He has been spectacular this season, by the way. He has been unreal. But I'm glad they found Micah Parsons his spot kind of quickly. He is absolutely an edge rusher. No, you're, I, I completely agree. And it, it's exactly what's holding this. You know, it's giving them pressure, which is, again, you know football like I know football. If you can get pressure in your defensive line, it makes it easy for your secondary. So there's, right? So there's no reason not to believe that's a reason why their secondary has improved this year, just because of pass rush ability. But Darnold, listen, I love Matt Rule. I, I, I really do. I love him as a head coach. But he's more of a game-managing coach. He's not going to be that flashy guy. So, this offense, the thing that scares me is the Christian McCaffrey factor, right? Because that's what keeps teams honest. And now that he goes out, you know, you have to really zone in on Sam Darnold. And now is he going to be able to break that mold against those stacked fronts against him? So that's going to be the interesting part for the next two or three weeks. Yeah, we're going over the top quarterbacks and stacks for week four of the NFL season. And just, I think what we did there was good because we went over a couple of quarterbacks that kind of been surprising yeah. in the top 10. Guys that you didn't think, like Derek Carr, Sam Darnold, and which ones that you kind of need to start giving a little bit more respect to. I think we're on the same agreement. Uh, I would, I would give maybe Sam Darnold a little bit. I'm agree with you that 270, 275, but I do think he's, he's good for a touchdown or two each game. Just because this offense with Joe Brady is so good of a passing offense and they're going to, to throw the ball with little screen passes even inside the red zone or throw it to the running back. I love this Joe yeah. Brady offense and it continues to be so friendly towards quarterbacks. I, I, do I expect him to finish top 10? 
No, but I do see a top 20 finish for Sam Darnold. So I think there is going to be at least some level of consistency for Sam Darnold this season. And do I test it against Dallas on the road in Dallas? That's what I'm not sure of because I think I'm actually starting to uh, starting to, to grow to like this Dallas defense. I don't think they're as bad as everybody's making them out to be, so I'm not going to use them as a matchup. So let's go with one that you do really like. I know Oakland uh, – or Oakland, geez, Vegas was one that you liked here on Quarterbacks and Stacks, WindDailySports.com, sponsored by the Sharp app. What's another one that you like? I think, obviously, you have to look at – again – I like Buffalo against Houston. I think that's a no-brainer, right? Yeah. Lots in what Buffalo did. Uh, but I think everybody could pick that, John. I think we, that's obvious, right? But what about Tennessee against the Jets, right? Finally, Ryan Tannehill finds the end zone, right? That was his, his biggest thing. Only throwing one touchdown, two games. Everybody's starting to panic a little bit. Uh, still not getting the yards, though. See, he kind of went backwards. It's funny with Tannehill. In the first two weeks, he gave you the yards and no touchdowns. Now he gives you no yards, but three touchdowns, right? So um, a, a lot of this is going to revolve around the receiving position, right? So you're going stack. What is the status? You have two questionable commodities here in Julio Jones and A.J. Brown. If one of them are healthy, it only need one. I think it's a no-brainer that you can stack a Ryan Tannehill, obviously Derrick Henry, and it, whether it be Julio Jones or A.J. Brown against a New York Jets team that quite possibly might lose every game this year. <laughs> yeah. No, they really would. Uh, concerned at all about maybe both Julio and A.J. being out. Right, and that's what I'm saying. I mean, listen, this right. is Wednesday, so obviously keep checking in because, yep. again, this team obviously, in my opinion, it's not going to get stacked if one of those guys don't play. Um, you know, maybe you want to get a little, you know, creative with first grid air from the tight end position to give you that stack. Are you that zoned in? I'm not that zoned in on the stack, but I'm just saying if one of those two guys play, I think it's a no-brainer, especially for the value. I'll throw this out to you. Is Washington's start to this season bad enough, at least in the back end? The secondary has been awful. That's the That's the main part. And they're not getting too much of a pass rush, as we all thought. Yeah. Have they been playing poorly enough that you would actually think about a possible Matt Ryan and Falcon stack? You know, coming off that emotional win, you know, I talked to Jason about this last night. Um, I actually really like Atlanta this week. I do. I think this could be the game where finally, and again, I've been getting a lot of heat for, you know why, Calvin Ridley, who I, I hyped up, yo, he's going to be the guy, hasn't <laughs> been terrible. So everybody just right. pump the brakes and relax, right? He's still getting double-digit targets. He just I still think they're learning that. this offense a bit, too. Right. And he hasn't had the Devontae Adams game, right? He doesn't had that 12-132-1 game. I get it. But this week, you're right, John, there's no pass rush coming from the Washington football team at all. I, I don't know, Chase Young, what's going on. I have no idea. I really like this matchup this week for Atlanta. And Calvin Ridley, I mentioned it last night. I know we were talking about stacks, but 7,000. So, you know, Matt Ryan's 5,400. Uh, you know, and and do you go – here, I've got a question for you, Todd. Do you go Mike Davis or Cordell Patterson? Who would you go in your stack this week? Did you just say Patterson? It, I, it's that... crazy. I know. Well, that's what I mean. I, you're, you're absolutely right. But the fact that like that's a conversation we need to be having right now, I would I would have never thought that. But he continues no. to get a bunch of targets out of the backfield and running yes. the ball, too. I, I just I, I can't believe that's a conversation we're having. But it might speak to how bad I hate to say that Mike Davis just isn't that good. 
Like that's the thing. He he is Cordero Patterson is easily outproducing him, even with uh, a little bit less of the snap share than Davis. Like that's that tells me everything I need to know. And I'm surprised at that because I you know watching Mike Davis last year in Carolina when Christian McCaffrey went down. I mean they really didn't miss a beat. He yeah. was a DFS darling in the last probably like six or seven weeks of the season. So I'm really surprised. And again, I don't know if it's a new offense. It's just, you know, because it's not just Mike Davis. It's it's everybody that's that's yep. still trying to learn his Arthur Smith, uh, you know, offense. So maybe that's it. But yeah, John Cordell Patterson has been a gem. It's crazy. So <laughs> it's nuts. I, I see this total at 48 and I'm actually, I'm kind of surprised that this total is maybe a little bit low. I may think about going the over because Washington, Taylor Heineke, Terry McLaurin, maybe this offense is able to throw the ball against a bad Atlanta defense. Like they've gotten torched every single game. The Giants were able to put up a little bit of points, probably not the best offensive performance, but I still think this Atlanta defense is really bad. Uh, I mean, any chance of Taylor Heineke and Washington, a little bit of a game stack here, a sneaky game snack too. I, I wouldn't touch it at all. No? And, well, here's why. Because... <laughs> And, and the problem is, you know, Antonio Gibson, everybody has to look inside the numbers, right? So if you're talking about stacking options, obviously Gibson's going to be in the mix. And yeah. last week, if he doesn't catch a 73-yard touchdown, he has 12 carries for 31 yards, and that's his game log. Okay, so that's not good, right? So we, we, we have to really look inside that. So, you know, I'm not ready. I'm not because yeah. even though Saquon Barkley did score last week, John, he only had 50, 60 yards rushing. So it's not like the Giants just completely tore up the Atlanta Falcons. So I, right. I wouldn't touch Washington at all, honestly. You're tuned into Quarterbacks and Stacks. Tony Cotillo and I going over the best for week four, all sponsored by the Sharp app. Go to sharp.app. You can see a little bit of Tony Cotillo in the Sharp app as well. So go check it out. Download it on any of the app stores that you have as well, whether Google Play or Apple. Uh, check that out, sharp.app. Uh, and also subscribe when dailysports.com. Check that description out below, and you can use the promo code Double Up for a one month get one free here for a gold membership at Win Daily Sports. So another one that sort of intrigues me when it comes to stacks, and we'll have to see what kind of the ownership percentages are, uh, because this team hasn't been playing well lately, even though we expect them to. But the numbers are always still there. They're playing a defense in which I'm kind of torn on, and it may be just because of my bias. It's, of course, Patrick Mahomes going up against the Eagles. It's in Philadelphia, so it's a road game for Kansas City. But I think Kansas City is always going to be good for some type of, obviously, put Patrick Mahomes in there, put some kind of stack. What it always comes down to is just ownership percentage. I don't think this may be a matchup just because people think that there's going to be that like positive regression for the Chiefs in which they're going to win this game and the Eagles look so bad and they're going to put up points. But there's a little part of me that believes that people are still going to try and look at other options uh, in kind of the DFS landscape that we still might get a little bit of a, a drop in ownership percentage. That's really all it comes down to for me. If it's a high-owned offense in Kansas City, I'm not going near, but if it's low, look, it's always a potential no matter what defense to have a big game. How do you kind of look at this one for the chiefs as they take on the Eagles? Cause the Eagles defense was good. The first couple of weeks, it's just that Monday night football game. I, I don't know what it proved or what it showed really. Well, you know what? The problem for me is the number. I have a hard problem. There are a hard time paying 8,100 for Patrick Mahomes 
when I look down the list and, and I'll go back to Derek Carr for an example. Right. That yeah. At twenty nine hundred dollars less, averaging more points per week per game than Patrick Mahomes. And then I look down the list, John, and I see Aaron Rodgers at sixty eight hundred against a Pittsburgh defense who's non existent right now. Okay, in Green Bay again for yeah. thirteen hundred less. So that's my biggest issue. I listen. The Chiefs will always be productive. It's just I can't pay eighty one hundred. If I'm going to pay eight thousand for a quarterback, it's going to be for Josh Allen against Houston. It's not going to be eighty one hundred for Patrick Mahomes. That's just the way I see it with the numbers. Yeah, a quarterback that I'm kind of willing to pay up for uh, a little bit. It's not too much, obviously. It's about one k, I think, less than Patrick Mahomes. I actually might be just seven hundred less, if I'm uh, not mistaken. At seventy, yeah, seventy one hundred DK, so about one k less. Russell Wilson, uh, I love this. The San Francisco defense. You know, I think everyone's going to kind of look at it as you know, it's San Francisco's defense. You kind of have to stay away from it. They're good, and yeah, they are good to a certain extent, though. They just haven't been healthy this season and they've lost uh, some guys especially in the secondary so they're putting out there guys like josh norman you know they're putting out rookies their dvoa in terms of total defense is 24th they're 27th against the pass 18th against the rush so i think seattle's going to find out pretty early and i think it's going to be the game plan coming into this game hey why not try and just blow the top off of this defense and get dk metcalf involved downfield get tyler lockett involved downfield i think this could be a pretty honestly a pretty big day for the passing game uh, just because i don't think the san francisco defense is is truly that good yet. It's just not healthy, and they're still trying to look at options uh, at, at cornerback and in their defensive secondary. So I just think this is a defense that you can attack, and I don't think many have caught on to that sort of yet. Yeah, I mean, a lot of this is revolved around their defensive line. Can they get enough pressure? That right? too, and, yeah. Right? And you also have that stud in Fred Warner patrol in the middle that's always going to be around the ball. But I agree. I, you know, we we kind of broke this down a little bit last night, and we talked about Seattle, and you know their numbers are pretty pretty good. I mean, you look at a you know an ROI in Russell Wilson at seventy one hundred. That's not a bad number at all. Yeah. Um. You know, that's a number I have no problem paying for Russell Wilson, knowing that he's going to throw the ball at least thirty times. He's probably going to be around three hundred yards, and he's probably going to go for at least a double digit touchdown game. So. Um, you know, you mentioned DK Metcalf, you mentioned Tyler Lockett. Very interesting. Everybody understand this. And I, it, it's great. My buddy John, you know, broke it down for me on a fantasy firebox. I agree with him. We went down some numbers. Tyler Lockett is boomer bust, man. Be careful. Yeah. Uh, right. You know this, yeah. John. And a lot of people were buying in. And what did he do last week? He went Tyler Lockett. Right. So be very careful. DK Metcalf is the number one option. I actually like, I'll tell you this, I said this last time serious. I'll say it again tonight. I like Freddie Swain, man. Freddie Swain in this game for a nice long touchdown. I think Jason told me if it comes out, man, I told him, give me a line of two, three catches for 79 yards and a touchdown for Freddie Swain in this game. And Ooh. for 3,900, that can help you out. Ooh, three catches, 79 yards. All right. I'm I'm okay with that. that give me that good. long touchdown. That long because he's always looking for that long touchdown of Freddie Swain. He's going to get it. So I'm going to throw out there uh a stack or at least a quarterback that I might like for this week. And I threw out Jared Goff last week and uh that didn't go well. Didn't go well, folks. I get it. <laughs> That's all right. We can't be right all the time. We can't be right all the time. And I don't know if I'm gonna be right with this one. 
I'm intrigued with Jameis Winston and the the Oof. Saints offense this week. The Giants defense that is that is that is a brutally bad offense, and it's been a defense, excuse me, and it's gotten some teams going. You know, I think Jameis will be able to put up you know a few touchdowns in this one. I I, I just hate that Giants defense. This one's in New Orleans too, so. I think this could be one of those where I hate to say blowout, but I do think we see uh, Jameis Winston hit a couple of deep passes against this really horrid. I, I don't understand how, why it's happening because I thought they were great last year and I thought they improved in the off season, but they're not good so far. And look, Teddy Bridgewater's been through all over them. Even Matt Ryan was able to put up some points against them. I just don't think it's a really good defense and a secondary right now. So I think Jameis Winston's in play here as sort of a, you know, kind of sneaky. I know he's not great, but just good matchup here against the Giants. See, the problem I have with Jameis is that I, I love Sean Payton. I do. He's one yeah. of my favorite coaches of all time. Uh, just for the offensive firepower that he has. Jameis Winston is not being trusted by his own team. And that and that's really the problem I have. Look inside the numbers. He's averaging 20 attempts. That's it. For a quarterback. For a New Orleans Saints offense, right? What's that's on? heard of right yeah so he is legitimately highest game in week two 22 attempts he goes 20 22 and 21 that just shows me they don't trust him with the football and i don't know if it's more of they don't trust him with the football or there's just nobody for him to throw the football to yeah because that's a, that's right? a problem it's that's a, problem. a big problem his average yards per throw is 5.8 that is putrid it's terrible but again john who's he throwing to marquez callaway Right. I mean, right. So, so I, I just, I see what you're saying, and I, I listen. I, I, I respect the idea. I just until can't I can't trust. If, look, if Sean Payton can't trust him, why should you? Right, and that's yeah. my problem. If Sean can't trust him to throw the ball, I need more out of this offense before I trust anybody on this team, and that's Alvin Kamara included. Um, how much are we making of Justin? Because he has a, a matchup against Detroit, and they even just like go Jamie Collins, who was already doing terrible in that defense. But Detroit's been a really bad defense. Like another one, Justin Fields, that yet mm. the fantasy value will be there when he starts to get comfortable and starts running a little bit, and the throwing gets somewhat solid. Are we thinking it's this game though, or I mean, are we even thinking that hey, it's pretty difficult to get comfortable in any Matt Nagy offense. Like it's just that bad that he won't even get comfortable in this game against Detroit. But this is one, if it's going to work and if Justin Fields is going to work in this offense, like this is the matchup. We're going to kind of see a, a little bit of a glimpse of that. Is that glimpse maybe going to be enough to put him into some fantasy lineups? Cause he's one that everybody's going to go far away from for good reason. But I, I, I asked this in a fantasy sense, sort of like Jalen Hurts struggles, but gives up, right. you know, puts up points. Is Justin Fields maybe going to do that against Detroit? No, there's a couple things in this game that I don't like. Number one, I, Detroit has been in every game that they've played. All yes, year. they have. They have. Somehow. Playing I don't get it. Right. Somehow, though. Right? What's that? So they I, they have been somehow. I don't get it, yeah, but don't, somehow they've been in a lot of games. I don't know. I, I don't know if it's that old school mentality with Dan Campbell and they're they're really buying into it. But the thing that I don't like is Matt Nagy, in my opinion, is terrible. Right. Awful. He's lost. Awful. Okay. So when you're a lost head coach, sometimes you do some really dumb things and you do some desperate things. So my problem is number one. You know, Justin Fields goes out there and say he doesn't look well. Maybe they yank him and they put in Nick Foles. I like I, I'm afraid that if you put your cards into Justin Fields right now, just to how bad that offense has been, you never know if he's even going to finish a game. Not to mention 
that they're calling for heavy rain throughout that entire game. Oh, wonderful. We love that. We yeah, love that. So, so if, if, if anybody starts, it, it, you know, it, it's got to be David Montgomery. I, I don't, I, you know, I feel so bad for Allen Robinson. I do. He's just yeah. going, he's on a desert to die right now. From a fantasy perspective. He, re- he really is. It's, 100%. it's a shame. It really is. So, yeah, I, I want nothing to do with Justin Fields whatsoever right now. Are the Rams, and last question here as we go over quarterbacks and stacks right here at Wind Daily Sports, all sponsored by Sharp, and use the promo code in the description below. And you can get a buy one, get one for a gold membership here at Wind Daily Sports. Uh, last one for you, though. Rams, obviously, great matchup, great team. They're going to throw a lot. It's going to be a high-scoring game with Arizona, most likely. Is it going to be, even looking both ways, like Rams and Cardinals, is this game just going to be too chalky in general to put in our lineups? Like this to me is going to be the chalk of the chalk. Everybody's going to want a piece of this game because let's be honest, like I know it was 34-24 Tampa Bay, but it's an NFC West division game and the Cardinals have been putting up points against anyone and everyone. This, this game's likely going to be in the 30s, close to it for both teams. Yeah, you know, the thing about this game, it, it, I, I don't want to say this is a trap game, right? Because I, right. I love the Rams. They're my preseason Super Bowl pick. Love Matthew Stafford out there. And he's been phenomenal. It, he is. So it, it's exactly, it's all they needed, John. That's all they needed. Yeah. Right. You know, they, Deshaun Jackson's reborn out there, right? So, <laughs> I mean, and that's the thing. When you're that good, you can afford to have guys like Deshaun play like a total of four games a year and just go off. And, and, and that's what they have. The only thing I will say is Arizona's defense is really good. They're only giving up 212 yards per game through the air. So if there was any game at all to where maybe Matthew Stafford kind of takes a, a couple steps back for only a right. week. This a division game it. against a decent defense. Yes. This, this could be the game. Again, but again, you know, it's up to you. He's 7,000. That, that number to me is, is not going to make or break you as long as your core is really solid. Uh, but honestly, why would you pay 7,000 for Stafford when you go with a short thing at 7,100 with Russell Wilson or 7,000 with Justin Herbert? So, you know, or, or 6,800, you know, with Aaron Rodgers or even 6,700 with Dak Prescott. So I think... That's what you have to look at. If you look at it that perspective, I'd probably fade this week just in case. Uh, mm-hmm. But Matthew Stafford has been golden, one hundred percent. Yeah, he's been phenomenal. I, I love uh, I love Stafford with the sleeves. He just LA yeah. core there, man. He just looks he looks like he's just having a great time out there. And in good LA, for him, you know? man. He was. He, oh, you know, I know. He's he been in a dumpster fire for his sleeve, entire man. career. Yeah, oh, I'm, no, I'm really. It's, it's awesome to see. It's proving that like he's been a phenomenal quarterback his this entire time. Just needed yep. actually a solid team around him. Uh, that is it for us, though, here at WindDailySports.com, all sponsored, again, by the Sharp app. Go to Sharp.app and go to any of the app stores that you have so you can uh, sign up there, and you can also get a gold membership for a month at Daily Sports if you sign up at the Sharp app. Also, you can get a buy one, get one for Daily Gold, and that promo code is in the description below. We'll be back tomorrow going over, obviously, the Thursday showdown, and what a good one it's going to be because uh, it's going to be an absolutely craptastic game. but. I actually think it's kind of good for fantasy, and we'll go over that tomorrow with Stoby. That is it for us. My name is John Jansen. Follow me at jjansen34. Tony Cotillo at tkatillo23. We'll be back tomorrow here at windailysports.com.